0: Ilana, hey there. What's going on, brother? Oh, I'm excited. I am excited.
1: Let's, let's jump right into it. Obviously, uh, lots to go through. Do we want to end with the Knicks? Do you want to start with the Knicks? What are your thoughts? Uh,
0: if we start with the Knicks, the whole podcast is going to be about the Knicks. Yeah. Now,
1: I don't think that's a bad thing. But <laughs> just a fact. Look, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy to go to do several of these. And we can go all in on the Knicks. And let's we'll just exhaust it. Let's we'll just exhaust it. All right. We'll squeeze, uh, we'll squeeze that toothpaste out of that tube, shall we? All right.
0: Well, I'll tell you. I'm, I'm with you on that. I think what would be interesting, though, let's start with Boston. Only okay. because the Knicks and Boston are really intertwined, and there's not much to talk about with Boston. Ooh, that
1: sounds like a diss. All right. I'll, no. I'll, 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 I, I,
0: I'll by the way, the I don't think it's a diss. I, I, I think it's funny. I mean, I think it is comical in a way in the sense that the Knicks – just a little preamble. The Knicks are always criticized for waiting for that free agent signing. And, uh, yeah, why don't you go about talking about Boston? I,
1: I, I'm going to do a who did best. or uh, This is a who did better Boston versus New York special. Uh, I'll do it like that. I don't think we're going to win this one, but I'll, 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 I'll sort of make the, I'll put my lawyer's hat on for, for the Celtics. Um, okay. All right, so I'll, I'll jump to it. So I'm going to start with the Kemba Walker trade, right? I, I think um, – First off, unloading that deal, looking back at it, um, we dealt uh, a a mediocre first-round pick in a mediocre draft. How do we know it was a mediocre draft? We see the value of certain things that came across this draft, right? How Valanchunas, Adams, Swap really only moved you up seven slots. This didn't seem like a a draft that people were clamoring to get into the top 20, top 15, what have you, right? Um, And also, the fact of the matter is who fell at sixteen. I mean, who are you getting? Jalen Johnson? A lot of question marks with the guys at sixteen 20. versus versus other other drafts. So,
0: right, okay. right. Just to, just to, yeah. I want to hammer that home. Meaning, the guys that everybody's talking about getting at you know 14, 15, 16, where Corey Christopher, Duarte, these are these are not stars. They're they're drafted to be role players. So you see, right. you know, most of the time people draft for upside. You're trying to catch a uh, Donovan Mitchell. You're trying to catch a Jimmy Butler, Kawhi Leonard. You're trying to find the superstar diamond in the rough. Uh, but here there were people were even trying to get role players, which is good. Yeah.
1: And, and, and again, looking specifically at this draft, right? Um, I mean you can see like, you know, again, who are you getting at sixteen? People were reaching all over the place. I, I'm not I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be too sorry about it.
0: Yeah, just um, to, just to to go the other way around. I mean, again, maybe it's getting a little confusing, but maybe you can make a claim that because of the play and people are
1: everyone's trying to win now, and that's
0: that dictated the draft philosophy. But anyhow, keep going, Celtics.
1: Yeah, so what, what I'm more interested in is then what OKC did now as a result, right? So OKC has Kemba, okay? Um, and look, they, they they didn't even hang on to him for long, right? They, they simply, you know, bought him out. and tells you that in order for the Celtics to really unload that salary, this is what they had to do. There was no other route.
0: Correct. So. Actually, so I will say differently, I'm actually praising the Celtics, meaning... I think the Celtics Kemba Walker trade—that was going to be a one. We're going to find the results pretty quickly. Did they make the right decision by giving in a first-round pick? And I think the answer is they did because now they don't have Kemba—they don't have Kemba Walker on the books. Right. And whether or not, so let's before we even dissect this, let's let everybody understand what happened. The Celtics specifically are not using cap space. They're trying to keep their cap open for the hope of getting Bradley Beal traded a first-round pick, and Kemba Walker to open up cap space for next offseason. Right. When the only free agents, potential free agents that are max value are Levine and Bradley Beal. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the, the background.
1: Yeah, that's exactly right. So, so I'm, not, I'm not too upset about that, right? And then I, I do like the follow-up moves a lot, right? Obviously. So I really like the Celtics moving Moses Brown, getting Josh Richardson. Why do I like Josh Richardson? And I'm going to go individually through the players that, I, that, that they got. I like Josh Richardson a lot because, you know, as you know, I like looking at guys where they were once, you know, in, in a spot that they succeeded in. Can we replicate that for them here, right? So, and I'll explain it. In Miami, Josh Richardson was the primary ball handler uh, about – now it's actually coming on two and a half, three years ago, so maybe this is overstepping a bit, right? Prior to Jimmy Butler going there, so he did pretty well with decent usage when he was handling the ball. Obviously, he gets, uh, you know, moved to the Butler deal, and then ends up making his way to Philly. In Philly, he's now regulated to off the ball, uh, where he's not as good. And then in Dallas, he's also regulated off the ball because he played with Luka. So Josh Rich is the kind of guy that he needs to have a higher usage rate, needs to be more on the ball. In Boston, if they play him at the point, which looks like there's a possibility on, or at least in a situation where he's more of a pick-and-roll threat and he's handling the ball more, that that works well. Because, again, Tatum and Brown aren't there yet in terms of Handlers are off the ball guys mainly. So, So Richard's gonna have a higher usage, couldn't be good at that role. I like the gamble,
0: I like it too. I'm not gonna argue with that. I like this move. I also like uh, who did they get? Was who's the so Chris Dunn?
1: They also got Chris Chris Dunn Dunn and Bruno Fernando, uh, as well, right? So, I like Chris Dunn too. I like Chris Dunn as well as we talked about Chris Dunn again, former you know, lottery pick, top five pick, basically. Um Uh, I think he played well in Chicago two years ago. He was a, is a backward Zach Levine. I thought Chicago actually should have kept him. One of the more underrated defensive point guards in the league can actually penetrate to the rim. He's got good size. He's still really young. He's from the new England area. Um, You know, still, still has some upside, still want to take a flyer on him. I I, I like him as well. So I like those moves right now. They clearly had a number with Fournier, right? They clearly had a number. So, Obviously, doing these, they are thinking, like, okay, there's a backup plan here in case well, 48 leaves. So yeah. so
0: I just want to interrupt. So so there's a lot of things, and I, I totally get the, you know, the um, Monday morning quarterbacking trying to figure out why they did what they did. But just to throw a little cold water on the analysis. Yeah. I, I don't mind these decisions that they made. It's just screams, so much of it, screams of poor planning. Now, why do I say that?
1: Well, but but here's the thing: you can't blame Brad for what Danny Ainge did.
0: Fair, maybe you're right. So Brad, you know, so, so this is not a, a, a referendum on Danny Ainge. I'm sorry, as Brad, as a as a GM. But I'm just saying the big picture here. I, I'm just gonna just gonna put it in perspective, right? You, you you don't sign Al Horford, and instead you sign Kemba Walker. Then you you have to trade. You have to get. You have to trade assets to get Al Horford back. Right. Right. You 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 trade. To unload Ennis Kanter, and, and then you sign Ennis Kanter back. back. It's like, what are you doing? You know, it's like each thing you do, you d- you decide you're going back. Uh, on your-
1: I get it, but I, I look like where Brad's <laughs> thinking is. So I have I have some rumors actually that you don't even know about, Doctor. Um, that uh, the Celtics wanted to deal Marcus Smart um, for Eric Bledsoe, just get the, the tenth pick of the draft because they were enamored with Josh Giddy. Okay, Ooh, as it came love closer oh. to the draft. They found out that Giddy was going to OKC or was not going to be there at ten. There was no way, so they didn't do that deal. Right? That would
0: be beautiful, by the way. Giddy on that team would be beautiful.
1: It would be beautiful, but that's who they want. We it's talk only... about that a lot. Correct. So he likes big point guards that he can't ally as much as I do, right? Yeah. Which is why. So his head was he in the fit right so spot nicely. there. Oh, I'm sorry. He would fit Tom. perfectly.
0: Be so happy.
1: I would have, but like I at least appreciate the thought process, right? Because I think that was the right thinking. Pelicans ultimately they want him. So now what, what I like about that is two – I like about the story is two things. A, obviously they want big point cards, but also B, there's a world where they get rid of Marcus Smart. Okay? Now to me, just to kind of wrap it up quickly. Yeah. Yeah. So with the other moves they did, obviously, so bringing Cantor back, I don't think he's anything. I think he's just insurance like he was when he was here. He might have liked him as a, as a coach. A, a Cantor, at cheap – I'm not going to say anything. He's not anything. I don't like him, but I don't really care. Um, I, I, for, so for I'll I'll counter. I Rumble do Leaves does get hurt, so you do need insurance. Yeah, but – it helped old.
0: Ennis Kanter is a player – listen, I, I, you know me. I like positive players that don't hurt other – He, you, if, any, if you're getting offense out of Ennis Kanter, it's a problem. Ennis Kanter, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a reason he's never been good, ever.
1: Well, also, all, I'm, I'm going to counter that. Look, I, I know we don't like Kanter, but again, there are certain – there's really, really niche situations a lot of players work, some of these really awkward players canter works in only one scenario in my opinion he works well for a team that shoots a ton of threes okay that's got good perimeter d because they don't rely on him okay and why does he work in those two situations because he gobbles up offensive rebounds he's a fantastic offensive rebounder so in portland he looked really good well portland because they chuck a lot of threes portland's a very perimeter dominated team all the focus on the outside he's collecting offensive rebounds boston is similar now, Boston makes up for it more than Portland does because of the, their perimeter T Having said that, could we do done better than Cantor? Of course we could have. There's plenty yeah. of like, – I would right. I would have rather have Aaron Baines, who right. just got well,
0: I, By the way, I'll tell you. So there's two questions. I heard a rumor. We don't know the parameters of the deal. Um, if he's for the veteran minimum, then fine. But yeah. I heard a rumor he was part of the MLE, which
1: – Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Yeah, no, that's, that's bad. not for you. That's bad. Yeah.
0: And, and then for Fournier, so you decided not to – well, so it. again, yeah, again, cool.
1: it's the number. It's the number, right? So they had a number in mind. They, they didn't want to go over the luxury. And again, you don't know the relationship between president and ownership, right? Ownership already went crazy through the tax in years past to try to fill the contending team. So they've already bled a lot of money. They're not going to go into the tax if you're telling them this team's got a 30% chance of making the second round, right? right. Which it does. So that's fine. If, if that was the tax number, that was the tax number. It would have been better planning, to your point. Knowing in advance, like, hey, look, forty-eight is probably going to yield this. If we're not very going to even think of paying him X, why even make the original trade? You know, look, look for something else. That's but right. the truth so, is, yeah. there was no options. Like, who was? It was either Depot and forty-eight, and Oladipo was done. So, like, right. I don't think the Celtics. I think they have themselves last off season, which we could do. A referendum done, not getting Miles Turner for Hayward, but that's a separate thing. Right. They're, just, they're, they're I asking mean, for the price. Now. The, the
0: bottom line is, is look. I think to wrap this up, the last-ditch effort for you guys is getting Levine or Beal. And if you don't, it was a mistake. And if you yes. do, it was worth it. Or, Correct. And I will say, I, I have no issues if you look in a vacuum what they did this offseason, I'm agreeing with you. Uh, this is not. I'm not looking at the Celtics and saying, hey, Brad Stevens is a terrible GM. Look what he did. Nothing he did so far is egregious. However, on a large scale, you just shake your head because really, a few years ago uh, with the Brooklyn trade, There was no team in a better situation. I mean, you hit on Tatum and Brown and have all these picks, and unfortunately, I would have
1: expected more. But I think we agree on that. So, look, I don't want to do a whole referendum here. Kyrie Irving broke the Celtics. He broke them. (laughs) He absolutely (laughs) broke them, okay? We did a Hall of Fame deal. The guy says he's staying in Boston. So we retain him, and we, we lose him for nothing. And in fact, now we lose him for nothing, we lose him. We replace him with Kevin Walker, who then becomes a negative. I mean the, the sure. chain reaction
0: from that is insane. Okay. So we he hate broke the next us. together. We hate He the broke together. us. Yeah, he broke sure. us.
1: He has gotta be, in my opinion, I get he does a lot of good stuff. I heard the Pakistan stuff with water and everything like that. I get it. As a fan, he needs to probably be he's he's there with Roger Clemens as the most hated Boston athlete. In the last thirty years,
0: and remember, he stepped on the Celtics logo.
1: I know he smudged it, and by well, the way, and that broke them because Age went to the team. He went yeah. to the locker room. He was like, Come on, guys, let's get him. And everyone's like, eh. And he's like, all right, you know what? I'm I out. Can't. I'm out. Yeah, and then right. Age left. And Age You're left. Right. He broke it. He broke it. He, he broke I, it from look, top to him. He broke the franchise. He completely broke our franchise. Yeah.
0: Listen, I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's maybe because we talk so much. I hope this. I'm not a typical Knicks fan that hates the Celtics. So, I hope I i happy BL goes there.
1: I'll say this. Here's a saving grace for Boston. We'll move on to the next. The saving grace is they're at least in position now to test out some youth, right? So Lanef- Romeo Langford, should now get finally legitimate starter minutes. He showed some signs in the playoffs against Brooklyn. Really good defender. Um, his shot's getting better. It's still pretty bad. He can penetrate the lane. Decent IQ. Curious what he does. Aaron Naismith um, as well. Great shooter. Um, pretty smart player. Looked good coming out. Reminds me of Wesley Person. Um, let's see what he is long term. And again, the youth. Now, the last thing I'll say this is, I'll feel a lot better once we deal Marcus Smart. I'm, I'm not going to. Stevens to me does yeah. not do a good job until Marcus Smart is dealt. Whatever we get for him, whatever we get, but he right. needs to and, get dealt. And, and
0: by the way, so just to give some backstory on rumors we we've heard, is that there was a lot of people. There were a lot of people were upset, felt that Marcus Smart got preferential treatment by Brad Stevens. Right. So that's Campbell wanted out. So, you know, there is something there. And and then two years two years ago, when they had that whole locker room fight between Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart. I thought that was it after that. No, then there was some that that was two years ago.
1: That was before.
0: That was um, at the Kyrie year during Kyrie they, they, right? Am I wrong? Unless I'm wrong, but I kind of remember there was the a whole locker room thing between. Yeah, no, there was, there was, there yeah. was. He, he wasn't. So my point yeah. is, is that that's going to be a sign if Brad Stevens doesn't. This guy needs to go. Like it's an it's a need to go. And, and just to wrap up, one more thing in Boston, I'm going to about to wax poetic about Kemba's uh, accolades, but for 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 the boss for Boston, you needed to get rid of him. So it, it's absolutely yeah for you. So yeah. I I like it. All right, baby, let's talk about my boys. All right, okay. all right. All right, so, so again, Boston I me, grade is a
1: uh, – Boston right now, the grade though for me just is it, still a TBD pending. If smart's there, it's a D. If they trade yeah. smart, it's a B minus. That's how I'm going to grade it. Well,
0: I think it's a TBD to see if you do anything with a cap face, right? Yeah, I mean
1: obviously, right, fair for fair, fair.
0: Yeah, so – and also just a – this is an interesting thing that we're noticing in the new NBA. Uh, you know, I love numbers and cap. If you are under the cap, then you can – Get it's just an interesting, just like a little intermix between Boston and New York because they're clearly doing going two separate directions, right? If, you, if you're under the cap, you have the benefit of signing max players, okay? Which is obviously the best way to get, you know, giving no assets and getting uh, a caliber player. That's the best way to improve your team. Nothing is more impactful now. However, another way to build a roster is if you see the Lakers, you say, wait a second. Golden State, the Lakers, the Nets, their salary is $200 million. How are they able to continue signing these players? Well, if you constantly get players under contract on your team and are a successful team, you can use trade exceptions over and over again then trade other players who you've gotten through trade exceptions to get a a ton more talent on your team in that way. So it's it's not a good place to be only at the cap. Either you're under the cap where you can sign a max free agent or you're over the cap and constantly getting more talent. That's how the Lakers have Caruso and how, there are, how they just signed uh, to Tyler Horton for $32 million, despite having Westbrook AD and LeBron, right? So just such a little preamble. Now, let's go over what the Knicks did. Yeah. So I, 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 I don't know. We can do the full, full offseason, but just in case and no one knows. In case, someone doesn't know. Alec Burks, three years, $30 million. Uh, second year, is, uh, a, a team up. So two, only two years of, of that, of him. Derek Rose, three years, forty-three million, third team, third year is a player option. Uh-huh. Uh, Nerlens Noel, so three, three years, thirty million, third year is a player option, and Evan Fournier, four years, seventy-two million, the so last year is a player option. So, and then here comes the the master stroke came out of nowhere. Kemba Walker gets bought out by OKC, signed for a two-year, sixteen million-dollar deal with the Knicks, and so now we have a team.
1: Yeah, so so my first thought – I'll go over my thought. You go over your thought. I think that's fine. Um, I mean, me and Tibbs, we just have a, a – I'm a fan of like, you know, if you're slowly progressing as a team, you put youth in position to be successful that shows some sides and let's see what they can do, right? So my biggest thing going through the season would have been, you know, obviously Robinson's got to be healthy. Let's see what he does now fully healthy at the five. How do we put RJ Barrett in a better position to be successful to handle a little bit more? And I think they did that; they fine there. Um, but mainly, I, I want to see quickly at point, right? And it's just a disagreement that, that that Tibbs and I have. Tibbs doesn't even see him as a point guard. You know, he 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 has a tunnel vision of how he sees certain point guards. I think if you have Randall and Barrett, two guys that can kind of handle, and then you're bringing Fournier, who's a third guy that he can kind of handle, you could definitely have quickly at point. In fact, I think he's the perfect fit at point guard because he's not really. A handler, you can play off the ball, you play long ball, good defender, and and uh, he can give you some really good scoring, and then you see what, what, what he developed from there. So I'm not anti-Briggy Kemba. I think it's just a good deal. Like they got him at two years, uh, sixteen. Now what's possible is they didn't see any of this happening and they just took advantage of the situation, right? Meaning it's possible that all along they anticipated quickly as their point guard, and then they got Rose on the uh, you know Rose coming back, who, who's a fine backup for him, and they set it up well, and then Walker just happened. And they're like, we got to take advantage of It's that cheap. That's fine. Um, I'd be nervous about making sure I got ample usage, ample minutes for, for quickly, topping, uh, and Barrett moving forward, nervous about quickly and even topping.
0: So I'm not nervous about topping, but I, I I counter your point. I think you're right. I think there's no question about it. This could hurt quickly. But um, what, I, what I've, you know, as a Knicks fan and seeing the lack of development, when Knox, for example, got minutes galore. And he only got worse simply because he wasn't put in a, a team situation where you're learning. Whereas this last year with the Knicks, you know, everybody uh, complains about Thibodeau's lack of development. Right. And the reality is, is that he developed Jimmy Butler, you know, he, uh, and Rose was the youngest MVP in history under Tom Thibodeau. So I think it's yet to be determined what happens. But I will say this: the one thing, the main thing that I take away from this is going to go in a different direction is that we see there are certain teams in the NBA, that have access to supreme talent just by being good, being thought, and being in a good location. So What I mean by that is you see the Lakers, you see Miami, yeah. and if the Knicks stay competent, if the Knicks stay relevant, they are in this conversation. I mean, there were, was not long ago where the Miami has Hassan Whiteside, Tyler Johnson, uh, your guy, uh, Richardson, right. and you were looking at this team and you are saying, they are screwed. And yet, because they're Miami and they stayed relevant and continue to constantly stay decent, they have been able to get the Jimmy Butlers and now Kyle Lowry. And the Knicks, as you can see, Campbell Walker could have gone anywhere at $8 million, but he chose New York because yeah. New York stayed relevant. So there's, like we talked about this. So it's kind of in retrospect on this prior year. Was it good that the Knicks made the four seed? Or would it have been better if they didn't make the playoffs and got a higher draft pick? And you well, I'm going see... to
1: count on that with a question. Yes, sir. So my only issue is, so as a Celtics fan, what I appreciate about the Celtics, I don't necessarily agree with it, is they at least have a plan. They have a plan. It's very obvious. They right. have the free agency. They have a tie-in. Fine. What is the Knicks' plan?
0: Oh, easy. I'll tell you right now. The Knicks' plan is pretty much like this. We are going to a draft as mu- get as many draft picks as we possibly can. We're going to try to say get good at contracts that are positive contracts that we can flip if we need to. And eventually a superstar is going to ask out and we're going to trade that bevy of picks for said superstar. That's, that's, that's the plan for sure. Meaning, but you,
1: Don't you think you're two superstars away or unless you think RJ can develop to the second star.
0: Well, I, I mean, I think Rand—I think you're one—I think you could say one. I mean, I—I look,
1: it's— Well, he made—I don't know, you can. He made the All-Star team, and he was a third-team
0: All-NBA, so that's Yeah, fine. I think Rand—I mean, to me, uh, look, I think there's a world where where uh, Fournier is like Middleton. I don't think he's that different. And oh, that's I think, come off. That's a lot. Oh, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah, Middleton wasn't thought of as a superstar for a long time.
1: And yeah, but Fournier's been in the league for quite a bit.
0: Yeah, mean, with, yeah, and guess who his point guard was? No, no, for real. Like, he, if you, he, I, I went back. To right, you were side. talking. I mean, yeah. Tell the people. A, tell
1: the people.
0: Oh, tell the people. So, Fournier, you look at a guy like Fournier, you say, well, how, he's 28. How come he's, I mean, he's always been a 20 point scorer, good yeah. peripherals, but everyone says, oh, he's not good in the playoffs. Yep. You know, so you look, was he in a good situation to be successful? Guess what? He played with Alfred Freaking Payton, who we all know very well as a Knicks fan, who had averaged 30 minutes a game with Fournier. So, he never was in a position to be successful. He's on bad teams in Orlando. Right. So, you know, I, I think there's definitely a world where he never had an opportunity to be on a good team. I mean, what's the best? And then maybe he, you can say DJ Augustine is an all-star point guard that he had to play with. I mean, that's an upgrade from Alfred Payton, but it's not, you know, you're not talking about a good situation for this guy. Uh, no spacing. I mean, who's the guy? Who's that other? Uh, the, Aaron Gordon. Who's the, uh, the other, yeah. the, he, he's never been in a situation where he had any space. He was always the guy that was spacing for other people. He never had space himself. So my point is, is now, you know, and if you look at this next team, there's one thing that you'll say they're set up in a situation where every single player on the team that is not a center, okay, averages over 40 from three, except Toppin. But I think in, in college he, did, he didn't have a large sample size. But that's, that's, that's impressive. That means these guys are going to have spacing. That means Rand, RJ Barrett is going to be able to grow. Uh, and so I, I look at it, I'm very excited. It's, they're crazy deep. Um, they're
1: very deep. They're very deep, yeah.
0: And, and by the way, that's, the, that's also the plan. Because if you, if, you if you need to trade uh, assets in order to get that superstar, y- you're going to still have people to, to, to step in, like the Nets were able to do. And, and by the way, the other thing that's important is it used to be people trading superstars. Or, and if you notice in the trade market, when they, people were trying to trade um, draft picks, used to be everybody just wants, you know, they want a tank, they want bad picks. Because of the play-in, you want to be able to, you have to trade players back. Everybody wants to win now. Even even the Nets, for example. In order to get that first-round pick to, to get Harden, they traded Jared Allen to the, to the Cavs to get a first-round pick. Meaning there are dumb teams out there that don't understand the idea of tanking, that having players under contract that are good is important in making a trade. That's what I'm trying to say.
1: Look, I, I, I think... Um, so I'm with you. I'm with you on the build in terms of like you want to be relevant until you can get that third guy, right? So... First of all, here's the benefit. The Knicks have a very immediate backup plan if things go haywire, right? So there's a premise right. out there. Sorry, Knicks fans. I firmly believe that last year was a little fluky. I wouldn't call it a full-on fluke. I think it's fluky. Tim's gets the most out of his teams. I think it was one of the best coaching jobs in general I've seen in my lifetime. That team is not that good. They should not have been a 4 seed, okay? And they and it showed that in the first round, no, right? Sad. They oh, played above their heads in the regular season. Having said that... um. I, I, I do think they come back to Earth a little bit. I think they were lower playoff seed this year now maybe now with the Walker deal, but they're they're in that tier two mix. It's a wide mix in the NBA right now where I personally believe you have Brooklyn far ahead of everybody and then two through seven is pretty tight, okay with like I mean I grant that I get Milwaukee won the, won the title, but they might have a sort of a lapse going into the season that tends to happen the, the title hangover concept. They lost P.J. Tucker. It's not major, but um, you never know. But five. So let's say Milwaukee's the clear second. After that, Philly, Miami, Boston, New York, Atlanta, Indiana. Right? So that's three through nine, basically. Charlotte, even. I'll throw Charlotte in there. You can see any of those teams in any of those seats, in my personal opinion. Right? So yeah. I, I, there's a huge mix there. Um. And the, what I would, per, if I'm if I'm the Knicks, to your point, Elon, I, I would firmly try to get a top four. My goal would be like, I got to make the second round. So if I want to go that route now, what I would do, that backup plan I mentioned is, so let's say they're at the bottom end of that, not the top end of that. They're closer to 9 10 versus 3 4. Okay. If that's the case, and Randall is not um, the same player he was last year, what have you. So now you have very movable pieces at the deadline to double down on a, I want to use the word rebuild, but to double down on, on more youth. and and make a run next year, right? Um, If they want to go that route, they have movable deals, if if they believe it was fluky, If they don't believe it was fluky, then to your point, they at least have middling assets that they could, um, you know, combine together and and get good pieces and incrementally improve. What I don't think they should be doing is, uh, and again, the Celtics falls, you know, victim to this, a lot of teams do. Don't go the binary route. It doesn't have to be title or bust, okay? You could incrementally improve every year, and finally get your way up. And you're right. If you're the Knicks, because like Indiana did this a couple of years ago when they had Paul George. They are incrementally getting better every year. They lost the conference finals um, against the Heat with LeBron, right? But they were incrementally improving. But Indiana's in Indiana. If the Knicks did that, they'd still be able to do that. And then they add the lure of New York. Now you're getting free agents more easily. The guys in the buyout more easily. So what you want what to I... do, in my opinion, is be a second-round team, but with buyout allure, free agent allure, that, that takes you to the, other, the next level. Right. right. And
0: that, and by the way, that's so that's the plan. I, I think it's, you know, it, it, cause you know that's the plan, right? If they were all win now like that's the, the Knicks of old were the Bulls. I mean that you could talk about that ad nauseum. Whereas yeah. they, they used every single Well, guess what? The Knicks did not did they not use every at? well, they traded a first round pick for a future first in the future. I mean right. they're not trying to contend they're realistic, okay? I know it's just you guys think that's an oxymoron about a realistic Knicks fan, but they're realistic. They're like, we're not winning a championship. Yeah. Not. But, the but what better.
1: I what I would say to that is that's fine. You have you mentioned this, and this happens to the OKC too. You're different than OKC in the sense that you're a playoff team now with nine future picks in seven the next seven years, right? Um, yeah, it's even better so, than
0: that. Six in the next
1: four. Right. And like, I think the secret, the little dirty secret of the NBA is while everyone likes future picks, it's if you're especially if you're a contending team. It's very hard to develop more than three and four or four guys at one time in your rotation, in terms of like youth that you're really developing. All right. So in my opinion, the Knicks have three guys in their rotation that they're that they're developing. Okay. And to me, that's Barrett, quickly and Toppin. I mentioned if they can yep. get quickly more consistent minutes above twenty, get them a, a better rotation. Maybe they're smart with Walker and Rose, and they take well, nights yeah, so off let, or things let, like let that. Say, they got just... a shot.
0: Let me say one thing about regret. You know, reverting back to quickly developing. So, what? So I just want to kind of spell it out for our listeners. So, number one, we're, reason we're saying that we're saying R.J. Barrett is going to get develop because Fournier is going to space for him. So everyone else can, can you know, R.J. Barrett had the worst spacing in the NBA his rookie year, uh, and then he got much better last year, partly because better shooting, Bullock, Burks, etc. So because the team can shoot. RJ Barrett's going to do better. Toppin is going to develop because he played significantly better. Anyone who watched the Knicks knows he played significantly better with Derrick Rose, yep. a true point guard where he can jump, he's athletic, alley-oop passes, et cetera. So having Kemba Walker and Derrick Rose is going to help Toppin. Now, this is where we, me and me and Eitan disagree. I think simply because Kemba Walker is so injury-prone, Derrick Rose can't play that many minutes. I mean, he's better best at 20, 22 minutes. I think Quickly's still going to have a shot. At um, at playing significant significant minutes in, 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 on the court, and Aton's fear, which I I, I don't discount, it's something I am worried about too, is I quickly won't get a shot because he's still raw. He's going to make bonehead second year mistakes, and Tibbs is going to not let him get enough minutes. So that's is that is that fair? Well, what, fair what to I am
1: say, what, what I would say even further, um, what I would say even further is it's all about intent for me. So, like, I get nervous about the intent of what was done because I thought going in, if you were looking like, hey, quickly, let's give them a shot, it's or two, you know, let's give them the keys a little bit. I I would like that intent as a fan, like, oh, we're going to give quickly a shot. We're going to develop them and see what happens. We have Rose as a backup, you know, whatever. Fine. But now your your request and my request, while they're similar, i.e. we both want quickly to get minutes and usage, you're saying it's going to happen accidentally, which is possible, but it's not their intent. And the, to me, that means, like, they're still not going to figure it out or, or put him in that position because it was never their intent to do so. Where, obviously, that's why the intent is so important, right? here.
0: I mean, I will tell you, even before. But it just... might
1: accidentally happen, to your point, just, like, I, right. know, completely accidentally. But
0: then, I, I mean, and again, I don't know the answer to this, but I've, I've been thinking about it, thinking about it for a while. I mean, we have the cases of the players that were never developed correctly, and we feel they had the talent and just never had the chance. The guy would be, you know, he's injured now, but Victor Oladipo is one yeah. of them. My claim on Evan Fournier right now. But then the next thing in my mind is saying, hey, if talent is going to win out, meaning if you're a talented player, you should be able to be successful. Meaning even if the situation is not perfect, it's going to come out in practice. I mean, you know. It should.
1: It should. You know what? It it, it should. Yeah.
0: You know, we lamented at at length, you know, not on pods but in personal conversations. Oh, if they want to develop Frank Lakina, they should do this. If they want to develop Dennis Smith Jr., they'll do that. And there's a reason neither of them have uh, have contracts right now because they're just not good yeah, yeah. and so uh, on some level if quickly even quickly quickly was not meant to be developed but look what he did last year he w- you know you know and so I think the talents going to come out I believe in quickly as a player uh, so I think it's going to come out now is that is that naive I don't know I don't know I don't know what the answer is but um, that's something that we'll have to hope for it is so, that- so
1: my, my, my response to that is it already came out Like he already showed signs, right? So it's not like a Kevin Knox situation where you started him for his rookie year, you put him in, and I say it was the look the guy got minutes, he got usage. I'm sorry, okay? You get minutes, he usage for a full season. Show me something, right? Right. And and Knox really didn't. Now he showed signs like in a summer league, and that was it. But you know, look, the NBA employs the top 400 players in basketball, right? So like it is hard. You have to even if you're 20, you have to really show decent strides. Frank Delacchina is the same thing. Frank Delacchina, as much as we liked him, never really improved from his rookie year. Right? I think it's fair to say. Fair to like, say. He, he never did. So that's the problem. Like, they, you're right. The they guys didn't show signs. So what's very hard to do for a team, and I'm not going to knock the Knicks on this, is to see those things in advance and to move them early. Right? We, 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 we talk about how underrated Phil Jackson was in doing that with Porzingis. Right? Um, the Knicks had offers for Frank in year two. That's hard to do. It takes a really good GM to be like, you know what? My youth actually kind of sucks, even though I drafted him, and right. I'm gonna swap him. I remember Phoenix was all over Frank years ago, but again, hard, hard to hard to predict that.
0: Yeah, I will I say think, this. Yeah. I will say this. The one the one thing, and I, I the one thing about the tibedo okay, he likes to keep everything consistent, and that means uh, at least the first unit and second unit is going to play together quickly firmly entrenched in the second unit i mean this is not a guy who's gonna get do you know no minutes you know like frank did frankly um he's gonna play like i, I think frank is i mean I think quickly is gonna get minutes uh, and i think he has an opportunity to shine through I and mean, we'll see what happens i mean you know he benched austin rivers he'll he'll bench kemba if he needs to that's the you know what i mean i think i think he'll do what he needs to do he's but be, he's best friends with doc rivers and he benched austin rivers i mean rivers left as a result but all right. If he if he feels that that uh, quickly's better, he'll play him. I, I firmly believe that with Thibodeau.
1: Well, yeah. I, I what I would say is they need to heed um, their you know their own lesson, right? So they need yeah. meaning meaning. I, I, I focus more because the Celtics messed up with this too, the nine picks in seven years, right? I right. I think they have to be smart at these deadlines. If they feel like there's a chance, like right after the five seed. And they get a chance to move a pick and there's a disgruntled star, whatever it is. You gotta start taking these steps. And it doesn't right. have to be like you don't have to wait till Zach Levine's available. You can wait until I don't know, a guy like Eric Pascal. I'm really random. That's a bad example. But <laughs> someone who's like a good seventh man, right? Who's on a decent deal, who could be had for a late first. Kyle Anderson. Dylan
0: Kyle Anderson. Kyle
1: Anderson, my favorite player. Right. Yeah. So when the Kyle Anderson's are available, go for that. Um, yeah. And Listen, that's gonna, I, I, that's I agree.
0: And, and just to wrap it up. So, the, the thing about the Knicks, and to anybody, just I don't think there's anybody that's complaining about it now, but I was even on this pay, page before. What did you want them to do, right? I mean, and to anybody who's complaining, you want them to get DeRozan? You want them to get Lonzo Ball? Those are not, those are not. I'd much rather Fournier and Alec Burks than, than, than that. The only thing I was upset about, and I was upset if I spoke to anybody before, is when I thought the deal were for, for three years. New Orleans Noel for three years is not good. New Orleans Noel for two years, I could take. And by but, the do way, you,
1: yeah. Yeah. but do you have free agency capability? Like if Zach Levine wants to go to uh, New York. Do you have the so, you, now you have the, the the cap flexibility to do something?
0: So so in my opinion, you do. Uh, not not straight, because you have what you'd have is you'd have expiring contracts. Yeah. So you have New Orleans Noel at $10 million expiring, Alec Burks at $10 million expiring. They're just easily movable contracts. If, if Zach Levine wants to come to the Knicks, there's a sign and trade that happens very easily. Um, so to me, if you know you can flip those pieces, I mean maybe one extra first-round pick, let's say, if that was to happen, the contracts they signed, they didn't put themselves in a position where there's a Kemba Walker, Kevin Love um, kind of situation where you really can't get out of it. And by the way, by I was the way.
1: dead wrong about Kevin, Kevin, Kevin Love.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he didn't play, so you never know. But, but, but by the way, you never know. Um, we don't even know. The, the Knicks are so tight-lipped. This is not back in the day where the media knew exactly what was happening uh, months before. Nobody knows what the deal is with these contracts. There's a world and I, that where the second year in these contracts are not even fully guaranteed. I wouldn't shock me. Meaning we have the parameters of the deal. Initially, everyone thought it was three-year deals. Now we know it's a two plus one. I think right. it could easily be the second year and the deal is partially guaranteed. Hmm. So, I for sure for Noel uh, so, and Rose even. So, I, to me, if Levine's available, they'll get him. That, I really think that. I don't think they'd be able to get Beal. I don't think they'd be able to get to, like, the $39 million range easily. Right. But, but. So, yeah. I mean, listen, so bottom line, though, what else would you want them to do? I don't think going for DeRozan or Ball of really hampering and really tying down, saying, that's it, I'm making my claim. The biggest mistake any team can make. Uh, it's, with franchise killing is thinking you're a contender when you're not? Let's si- let's find out what happens to the Bulls in the next few years. It's gonna be a disaster.
1: Well, we we, we can flip to that uh, real quick because we, we don't we don't always have a lot, a lot of time together. Um, yeah. Who's who's your so the Bulls? Let's talk about the Bulls. I think we both agree they're the biggest loser uh in, in free agency. Um. Although Jared Allen, Jared
0: Allen for one hundred millions hundred million is up there too. But well, yeah. Jared,
1: Jared, it's one yeah. deal and it's not gonna kill that whole franchise. The Bulls no, yeah. um jeopardized Killed their future. Okay. Complete. Overnight. They just doubled down. They did the Vucevic deal. It didn't work out. They didn't make the play-in, right? Right. Now the GM has been there too soon to get fired. Most GMs get fired in this situation. You know, um, and he's like, nah, 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 hold my well, beer. No, let me you
0: know what happened. Let me outdo he,
1: that move. The
0: V got injured, so they blamed it on injury. If Levine was healthy, they still wouldn't have made it.
1: Correct. That's fair. And Kobe White. Yeah.
0: Right. So, yeah. yeah, I
1: mean, look, I I was thinking about this more. DeRozan actually has transformed in his career to be kind of like an Iguodala, not with the defense, but he's a great facilitator as a wing. He's, you know, he's he's really picked up his assist rate. He's a great passer. Right? Fine. Him and Levine, there's a world where those two guys work. Right? I'm not going to discount it. Right? But that's a massive, that's a massive vacuum. Right? Because, um, now, DeRozan, Levine, and Vucevic. Okay, I can see DeRozan coming down. He kind of swing, swing, fine, fine, fine. Um, but like, well, then why would you get Lonzo Ball? Well, like,
0: so that's the thing, Lonzo Ball. This is, you know, I, I, if, okay. Let me put on rose-colored glasses. Let's imagine I'm a Bulls fan, and I try to think of a world where this doesn't blow up extraordinarily. Okay.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Lonzo Ball had a stretch of the season last year where he shot. He shot pretty well from three-point range. Okay, Lonzo Ball. His negative. He's a Fair, He's a decent defender. He's not great. He should be better. Right. He's not a great rebounder. Or actually, I'm sorry. Is he a good rebounder? That I don't know. He's, a, was, he's a
1: decent rebounder for his size. Yeah. He's he's a tall point yeah. Guard, so Yeah. Yeah. He's
0: a good rebounder and he's a he's a decent decent defender. Not as good as you would expect because he's tall. Well, New and Orleans he, was the
1: worst uh, defensive right. team in the league last year for right. A reason.
0: Right. Now, you can, he, what he doesn't do though, he can't get to the rim. He, he yeah. can't get to the rim. He can't finish around the rim, and he's not and he's not a good free free throw shooter either. So. The thing is, with Lonzo Ball, is you're basically saying, can you be an off-the-ball point guard? Now, the funny part about that is they had a fantastic off-the-ball point guard in Thomas Saransky. Right, <laughs> right.
1: So, right, <laughs> so right. That, you, you want... You who, defended? Ask, who defended, by the who way. Who defended.
0: You're yeah. asking Lonzo Ball, like, I want you, I'm going to pay you $20 million or whatever, to be Saransky. So, but, but fine. But let's assume lot, an off-the-ball point guard with Levine actually works. Yeah. What they want to, to do, do is not so bad. Right, So he's an off-the-ball point guard. If he keeps his shooting up, which I think is a big if, he's young. Maybe he could takes a Randall-like step forward. It's possible. I okay? mean, I, I'm, just, I'm just saying, what's the, wor- the world in which this works? No, then you,
1: yeah, keep going. Yeah,
0: the, yeah and then you have Zach Levine, who, who was all NBA, continues and, and, you know, is able to play a little bit more off the ball, and that suits him. And another guy who can play on the ball is DeRozan. He facilitates the four for them. I don't know.
1: So here, here's my take. Here's why they did all these deals. It's very short-sighted, but I'll explain. I think it was all revolving around Zach Levine getting the most out of him and ensuring he would stay. And they looked at Phoenix to see what worked with Devin and Booker. So we talked about this before. Zach Levine, the true shooting combined with the usage is off the charts. It really is. Like, to, to get... To in the last couple of years, 57 60 62% true shooting. It, it, most players don't get that. He gets to the rim, and he could shoot. It's a real rarity, okay? The biggest issue with Zach Levine, he's got really low IQ, right? So you don't want him to have so much usage to play and pick a role at all. You want him completely playing off the ball. It's not really in his M.O., it's tough. You almost have to force it, right? He's got a high turnover rate, uh, and he makes bad decisions when he's handling. If he played purely off the ball, as we've seen with Devin Booker, when he made that transition, it really helps Phoenix. So – What did the Bulls do? They go, we're gonna double down on handlers to ensure Zach Levine never needs to handle the ball ever, and he never needs to be in a pick and roll, right? He's gonna be completely spacing; it'll be off the ball guy. So they said, Lonzo Ball, he can play a little pick and roll, but he's a handler. Levine will play a little off of him. Then let's double down. We're gonna get a wing that also plays like that, DeRozan, who's gonna be penetrating and kicking it out. Great. So that's what that that was their mindset. I don't agree with this. I'm just saying that was their their mindset. Now. Going further, it's first of all, it's completely narrow because all the puzzles, all the puzzles, need to fit collectively together, right? So I get the concept, and I think they like. I, I think DeRozan and Levine actually kind of makes sense. I'm not even anti that in a vacuum. I'm anti to your point. It's Ball plus DeRozan and then Vucevic there. Right? I think it's Vucevic.
0: Uh, by the way, I was thinking about as you're talking. I, I'm with you if Ball, under the premise that Ball's a good shooter, right? Let's say yeah. you could convince yourself that he's going to shoot – he's going to be a 40% three-point shooter. Which, by the way, I think – again, like I said, I think there's like a 25% chance that's real. But imagine I gave you that team. Their biggest problem, in my opinion, is that their defense is going to be awful. Oh, those like – yeah. Right. So, so, so let, let me just, let me just like, put, put a hypothetical for you. What team is better? If they, ha- if they replace Vucevic for Adams, is that a better team? And I'm gonna say yes. Yeah, I'm gonna
1: say yeah, I'm gonna say yes as well. Yeah. So so
0: so the concept is as follows, right? It's in general, it's like with anything. What you know, if you if you uh, get a, a positive quality at a negative rate, so so I, I can't think of a good analogy now, but if you all you need to get is offense, you're willing to sacrifice defense at the five, right? If you if you have a very offensively challenged team, you have Vucevic who's scoring a lot of points for you, you're like, okay, fine, he sucks at defense, but guess what? He just scored 35 at 10 assists, it's worth it. But if you already have scoring, at, at, with Levine, DeRozan, and Ball, you want to sacrifice a defense? What's the point? You already have offense another way. meaning exactly. the Gaining the negative. That's right. The positive that's there. So that's the right. team doesn't make sense, I think because of Vucevic. I think if you take Vucevic off that team, they can make sense and be okay. But with Vucevic, and by the way, that's why Levine and Vucevic together are just an awful combination. You have two players who are so polar, offense only, no defense. And now you mm-hmm. add a terrible defender in DeRozan, and you got ball. Who also, I think is an overrated defender as well. That's why New Orleans is the worst in the league. And so I think you're you're looking at a terribly defensive team and not enough shooting. By the way, not enough shooting still. Because even when Levine has the ball, I, I don't think I don't think Lonzo Ball is a good enough shooter. DeRozan's not a good enough shooter. Vucevic is not a good enough shooter. And Patrick Williams, by the way, we didn't talk about him yet, is not a good enough shooter. Well, so and, and
1: so so to double on it further, right? Um, so you're absolutely right. Obviously, and, and and like, look, no team does this. We talk about this all the time. Like everyone in the NBA is obsessed with starting your five best players, right? Everyone is. Rarely do you have the guy who's like, I don't give a shit, like Lou Williams. But rarely. So, yeah, in theory, the Bulls could play around with the rotation maybe to make it more sense. But what's funny is outside of those top five guys, they have no bench. No which, bench. They went from having a bench to zero bench. So they, they did that other signing with Adam Caruso, right? Oh, yeah, with Adam Caruso. Which is a horrible oh, $9 million a year. by the way. He can't shoot either. He can't shoot either. Yeah, <laughs> It's unbelievable. But he's like your sixth man, uh-huh. right? So the Lakers, which was a thin team, Caruso was like your ninth man, but it's super thin. But you're like, okay, I have AD and LeBron, as my two best players. I'll sacrifice my, my bench a little bit. But your Chicago, like, I don't get that at all. So Dave Caruso is, they're not going to keep Laurie Marketing. They're going to be over a Denzel Valentine, who, you know, hasn't done stuff in a while. Um, yeah, it's a bad bench. Which no one's talking about. That's a decent problem.
0: Uh that team's that team's in trouble. I mean, I made a. I think they're going to be the tenth, tenth best record in the East. The question is to me: if they did all this for Levine and Levine didn't doesn't sign an extension this off season, then uh, he's kind to the They got to fire them. Yeah, but he, is... Levine's going to leave, which is why I I want him to come to the Knicks. He's leave.
1: I, 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 there's no way they're going to be good.
0: I, oh, I, and, and even if yeah. they make the play on, there's zero chance they make it to the second round. I mean, zero.
1: I don't. Yeah, look, I don't see. Look, I, it starts to me like the the foundation is so horrible, right? If your GM is like finding beauty in Nikola Vucevic, if he's like that, this is the secret weapon right here. Then you know it's a bad foundation to start, right? It's just like it's an it's it's eighth grade GMing. It's just like, well, this guy averages, you know has got high points per game and high rebounds per game. We should get him. Like, that's literally what happened.
0: Let, let me play a little game for you. I mean, this is not good for the pod. But it's just fun. If you look at, at actually, Orlando now, how if, is it? Or, sorry, Orlando when Bucevic was there. How different is Aaron Gordon to Patrick Williams, Zach Levine to Evan Fournier? You know, it's one of my favorite things.
1: I see, this, this is not bad, yeah.
0: Right? Um, Terrence Ross to DeMar DeRozan.
1: They're absolutely heading down that path.
0: Right. It's not it's the same team.
1: It's, it's the not, same I mean... team. It's a good call, by the way. It's a. it's a good call. It's absolutely you're right. And Orlando was stuck, remember. They luckily for them, they had it out, they got the rebuild done, they got, they found a, a suitor for Vucic. great. But the Bulls now are now gonna get eighty cents on the not even fifty cents right. on the dollar, given how scarce centers are, or vice versa, how abundant they are. Right. Um so, this is yeah. gonna this is gonna be a disaster. Yeah, I mean listen, Who do don't you,
0: get me wrong, Levine is Fournier is not as great. good as Levine, but I, I just think you know,
1: so anyway, that's
0: that. Yeah, that's that's a disaster.
1: We're you know, well, fine. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I was gonna move on.
0: I think they're they're in trouble. You know who's having an underratedly bad off season?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Daryl Morey and the 76ers. I agree. Nobody, Are they nobody? Agree? No. We, we don't know. I hope so for them because I I think they're gonna. They're everyone's talking about them as they're so good. But you know what? Joel Embiid played over his head. I don't think he's that good. Seth Curry played over it, pl- Tobias Harris, Seth Curry, and Joel Bleed I think they also played much better than they should have. And I don't think this Ben Simmons saga is going to age well. Well,
1: I'll, so I'll, I'll say this right: um, they really sorely missed Danny Green in that playoff series against Atlanta. Okay, so if they don't retain him, there's no world where they beat Atlanta in a seven-game series. If you're not good enough to beat Atlanta, that means you're not a you're not a conference finalist. I mean, they're they're maxing out in the second round. What other moves – now, if I were – first of all, they, this is crazy. And like, Joe Morey is pretending like the we didn't see the press conference about Simmons, which is ridiculous. right? He's like, oh, I want all these assets for Simmons. Like, we did we not just see your team completely diarrhea all over him? Like, did we not just see Doc Rivers say he's not a championship-level point guard and Joel Embiid reference to the whole thing and him still, you know, having, uh, you know, the, the wherewithal to be like, you know, I still want to be here? But did we not just see all that? Like, come on. Right. They had to move him. And I think, I think they, they had to move into Golden State. That was the seven fourteen Wiggins, some combination of that, and then getting other assets. Whatever you do from there, fine. That was the sort of move they needed to do. Now, they didn't. It's too late. They didn't. It's too late. Now, the other move they can consider, in my opinion, is moving Simmons to the four, and saying, look, he's not a point guard. Let's try this out. And then finding a home for Tobias Harris. Okay? That's the... Only well, other idea.
0: There were words. That was a rumor. I saw that.
1: And look, if you do that, then like maybe you get like CJ McCullum. I don't know. But I don't know what you get for Harris. I mean, you know, it's a deeper conversation. But if you can get, we know how easy it is now, or it's a lot easier to get point guards, what have you. Um, there's not that many point guards that are off the ball that can shoot that can pay that much. The Knicks just got it. Quite frankly, Hambo right. was probably the guy. Um, but I don't know. There's, there's maybe there's a Buddy Heald move for Tobias. there's there interest there? Maybe. You know, Buddy and something for, for Tobias is an interesting concept. You know, who Whatever they got? It is.
0: you know who they got? I don't know if you saw this. They got Andre Drummond for, for, for a minimum deal. Oh, uh,
1: yeah. He pl- places Dwight Howard. Yeah. yeah. So they need to think outside the box a little bit is my whole point. Um, but, yeah, they, they completely are both. So I'm,
0: I'm convinced that Daryl Morey is an underratedly bad GM. Yes. And I think that he didn't do anything, no trades, nothing. And I think that they're in trouble. I think they're in big trouble. Uh, so, but I mean that's the team I think that everyone's talking about being so good, so good.
1: I don't think they're that good. I don't, I don't think anybody's talking about them now being so good. I think people acknowledge. Well, uh, I, meaning, I, I,
0: Hawks or Sixers
1: next year, better record. Oh, Hawks. Uh, Hawks are going to be much better.
0: Right. Okay. As long as we're,
1: as long as yeah. We're no, I, I think right. the Sixers. No, I agree. They're they're in a they're in a slow. They're in. They're not that far away from um, needing to blow it up. I'm going to say that. Right. To your point. Like there's a world where the sixth seed next year and they lose in the first round.
0: Right. The only problem is if the Knicks think and beats the star and then move him,
1: I wouldn't. I wouldn't be happy with that. But right. But but, but discussion Simmons, another day Simmons' value in that team in that structure is only going to decrease. Other GMs aren't stupid. Okay. They're not. So
0: well, it you, depends. It, if you go to the Bulls GM and the Portland GM, then
1: <laughs> okay, fine. But I, I really, honestly, and I guess what are they hoping for? That Lillard demands out, even if he does. Like, you know, I I, I don't think they're going there. There's not a world right now. They have to. They're so silly. They have to move Simmons.
0: That's the just to to belabor my point on the Knicks. Simmons was was a good example of that. Simmons wants out. Now imagine December trade deadline time. They're they're you know it's not working. It's getting worse. Right now, all of a sudden, you could trade Kemba Walker, Alec Burks, uh, three first round picks, and they're like, okay, at least we get Kemba Burks and Noel or whatever. Right, you know, or Fournier for 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 that
1: matter. Yeah, look, look get... I, 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 look, I think those trades there, but unfortunately, with other unintelligent teams, right? Like again, we're talking about this. If I'm Minnesota, no, no, yeah.
0: Um... But my point, my point was simply saying that. Whereas beforehand, last this right now, if the Knicks, before this free agent period, if the Knicks wanted to trade for Ben Simmons, they couldn't. Now they they'd be able to attach win now players with the picks that right. they've accumulated. That's yeah,
1: all. like I, I, I look. There's a Minnesota potential. Mean, there's a lot, but. Ugh. I mean, yeah no. they really they really screwed themselves, right? So uh, who the, the underrated? Other? I'll tell you who did. We talk about who did fairly Charlotte, well. Charlotte, Charlotte yeah. yeah, Charlotte, yeah. yeah. So you know, look, I, I think getting a pick for Devontae Graham is a home run. There was no chance he made sense of that team. Um,
0: and they got We love Sutter. I'm confused. I'm sorry. It's so many like like a five team, did, who got Sutteransky? Was it the Pelicans got it, or or Hornets got it?
1: No, I thought the Hornets got him.
0: I thought so, too, but I don't know. I, th- I think that's what happened. They flipped it. but they- I think they got it. I agree. I think so. I'm not 100% sure. They got him. They,
1: d- they didn't retain Cody Zelda, which was smart. They, they let him walk. Let Brock Biombo walk. They got um, uh, they-, they did the deal Kai Jones uh, in the draft. Right. Um, I mean, the- the- that's the right approach to that. Everyone's all the youth. This is the team that I kind of like, right? All the youth now That's what I'm talking about. They're increasing usage. They're going to have an increase in exposure. Bridges is gonna be more uh it's gonna All be a right. bigger part of the rotation. And you like PJ, D.J. Washington. Yeah. Yeah, I like Wash. So um And no like
0: Yeah, I like it yeah. too. I Hornets are great. Also, by the way, the Raptors. And that's the other thing that's still not complete. Uh, what happens with Drogic? I believe Drogic's gonna end up in Dallas somehow.
1: Yeah, they have to Dallas also didn't um I think had an underratedly poor off season. Right, they um, didn't do anything. They didn't by the do way, anything. Same thing with KP.
0: You know that that um I don't know if you saw this. Uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. actually took less money to go to Dallas. The Pelicans oh, offered him ninety million. Uh, wow. He took, he took seventy-two. Pelicans really got screwed. I feel
1: bad for them. Man. Yeah. yeah. That's not looking like good too good for them. Um, yeah. Cool. Yeah. So listen. Um, All right. Good recap. Final. Final. Recap. Final grade.
0: Final grade uh, on the on the Knicks off season. I, I I'm gonna give it an A. I know that that sounds like a homer. <laughs> I am. It's an A. <laughs> I only say that. I, I don't say that because I say I I just we didn't dive, talk about this enough. I love Fournier. I mean, just to I don't think. I Meaning, you can't you can't say I don't give like a, I don't know. I don't give a team that didn't have to make a choice a good grade. I think the Knicks made a good choice. With I can't think of a, a way they could have done this better. Sands this is not signing a well. If they signed. Uh, you know Aaron Baines or or someone else instead of Nerlens so Noel, well. but we don't know how how healthy Mitrovic is. But in my opinion, they got a great wing. They got one of the best shooting guards on the market.
1: Man, I, I wish I wish you, I had you as my teacher for Gamara when I was in high school. Um, you don't think so?
0: Think about it. Really. I think
1: they got a B plus. I'm going to give them a B plus. I'm give right, a solid B plus. It. Um, I think they did good. I, I agree. I think what what else were they supposed to do? They're on the right road. And like, look. To be honest, we're, we're pretty harsh graders. I, I personally think, to your point, most teams did not do well, right? In hindsight, um, or didn't do all of the right moves. You know, like I, I go through it. Like I think Washington did okay, but again, was- getting Dinwiddie, uh, I'm not the biggest fan. And oh, then,
0: dude, Washington, Washington killed it. You're right. And I'm a little,
1: think, a little too high because Washington had a better offense. But like an
0: like A minus,
1: A minus. But like Bradley A-minus. Beal, you know, if you're not keeping him, what are you gonna do? San Antonio thought, did did fairly well, but most of the teams, I was not super impressed with. Like, I,
0: I, I just wanted to, to, to put it again, why I think the Knicks did so well. Evan Fournier, Just to, to, we should have spent a little time on him. He is a great shooter. You know, We talk about it all the time, doing two out of three. He's a great shooter. He can playmake, and he can't defend. But he's tall. And so the question is, you know, can, he, can Tibbs help him defend? I'm not going to deny it. He's a step-down defensively. He gets lost on defense. He's seen it. But I... Let me ask you this. This is the best question. You have Gary Trent Jr. and Evan Fournier got the same contract. Who's better? Is it even close?
1: No, it's not close. Yeah, it's definitely Fournier. Okay, which tells you which tells you why one. By the way, you know who really got an A? I hate to say it. Who got an A minus at least? Hmm. uh, Is the Brooklyn Nets.
0: Yes, I hate to say it. They're the best. Sean Marks is the best GM, in in, in and I mean, not even close. He
1: got a pick swap for Spencer Dinwiddie.
0: He's insane. That's insane. And, and, and they, they he got, re-signed
1: Blake, and they got Patty Mills.
0: They they, they had the A-plus, man. A-plus, I know. A-plus. The guy, and he's right. going to, and, and they're all going to re-sign, and, and they're going to keep the three for for another extension. The Nets are, John Marks is the best GM. Every move he makes, I always like. Every move. Not, there's not one move he makes I didn't like. He is the right. best GM in the NBA. And it's, no one even talks about it, but it's insane how good he is. That's
1: why I hate it, because they already have such a huge talent gap. And they're hitting on all these, like, ninth, 10th men. That's what pisses right. me
0: the, off. Bruce Brown, they could the, the qualified Like Bruce, Bruce Brown. Brown.
1: Right. Ugh, Nick and they got last year. Like, they're just hitting on these, like, all the minor pieces. The only thing he ever did that was wrong, and I think it
0: was a prerequisite to getting Kyrie and Durant so then it was right, was yeah. DeAndre Jordan. Right. <laughs> but <I laughs> but, but that, that was a prerequisite.
1: Buddy, I think that was a – there was a subtlety there. I think there was a buddy-buddy thing with yeah, either it had KD. To it's got to it be had, something. Yeah. yeah, it had to
0: happen. So – uh, you know the bet. You're right. They're an A plus. You're right. If they're an A plus, I have to I have to drop the Knicks to an A minus because yeah.
1: It was, I think the, I, look. I think the Knicks ha- had a fine one. I, I look. I'm, I graded to the subjects. I think what a B minus, C plus even. I'm, no, I'm a B B minus B minus. I would say. Well, again, it's it's not
0: about getting.
1: Oh, did you get the best player? What were you supposed to do? It's what yeah. you supposed to do. What were what you supposed to do? do, and did you do?
0: I think, by right. the way, I, I'm gonna give the, the the Wizards. I really think the Wizards.
1: No, fair, fair.
0: Yeah, did a fantastic. They got rid of. Oh, Russell Westbrook. They got Spencer Dinwiddie, Kuzma, KCP, Aaron Holiday, and um, uh, somebody else. I don't remember who. Another, another good, a decent player on that. That's another, that's another five you know, players.
1: By the way, do you know who else had an overrated uh, offseason? I'll tell you who the most overrated one is.
0: Sure. The Miami,
1: Miami Heat. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, Although, yeah.
0: Although, I will tell you this. Same thing. So, I was, was going to talk to you about this. I agree with you. They didn't get that much better. Right. But, to our point, they have no future picks. Okay. So what were they supposed to do? This is the best opportunity for the next four years. They might as well try to be decent. You know, they don't have their picks anyways. Get Lowry and Duncan Robinson. All right, roll with it. You know what I mean? Like, uh, uh, I think overrated in the sense they're not as good as everyone thinks they got. Correct. I don't think they could have done anything different. I don't look at it and say, oh, can't believe you got PJ Tucker. No, I,
1: look again. My 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 big stickling thing with them is uh, they're over. You know, don't get high in your own supply. They they right. continue they to sh- overrate Tyler Hero.
0: They should that's have traded him. Tyler Hero. I agree with that. They still should
1: trade him. They still should, right? Like he's not he's not going to get to that place. He he's Mike. He's not better <laughs> than Mike Miller. Like not even close. Right. Um, no.
0: I I mean yeah, that's the mistake we talked about like with Frank and Knox before. Right. Yeah, right. I agree. But man, I he's agree living it that.
1: right now. And if, yeah. if you want to make a run, which they could, that's the guy you got to move to get the third guy.
0: Yeah, we're um, almost done. Should we just finish the East? Is there anyone else that you want to talk about in the East? Um, anyone interesting? Sixers, Celtics, Bucks. Bucks. Well, the the, same.
1: The, the, the the Hawks also stay the same. They're probably going to retain Collins.
0: Yeah, um, they know they did. They did five years, one twenty five under okay. max. So they want that's a win for them.
1: Let me talk about Cleveland.
0: Yeah. Well, let's move on. It's a long one. We'll yeah. do another one later. I will we'll say do, this:
1: we'll focus on the West next time.
0: Fine. Focus on the West. I will say this: they. Uh, just a final parting note. Why does no one want Cam Reddish when we do? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Yeah. I found the Celtics. I mean, you, got, you want Marcus Smart? I can't wait to have Cam Reddish. I right. would take him so fast.
0: <laughs> oh, it would, be, it would be nice. He'd be good for you guys too. It'd He'd be, be great. Play him at the four.
1: Yeah, play him a small ball four. Love it. Love it. Yeah. All right. All have a right. good night, brother. Night, to but I will tell